Hey guys, it's Lynn right here with you again on another fabulous edition of Seriously. I'm coming to you as always from right here at anchor.fm front slash seriously, or you probably have downloaded and added me to your favorite podcast app on your smartphone, so you never miss out on any of the episodes coming your way. So it's Monday, the start of another epic week, I'm sure, for each and every one of us. Um, You know, we shouldn't dread Mondays. Shouldn't dread Mondays at all. And I've got something serious to talk about with you guys today, but First and foremost, I just want to say, as always, giving a little gratitude up and saying thank you so much for coming back, for listening to each episode, for your thoughtful feedback, for everything. It is just, well, it really helps me be a better person. I am just so thankful for you, and I'm thankful for you giving me your time. Um, You could be listening to any other podcast. You could be doing anything else, but you are giving me your time, and that is just one of the best gifts ever, and I want you to know how much I appreciate it. So, like I said, have something serious to talk about today, and I, I thought I would throw this out to you guys, and hopefully we can get a little bit of feedback going, and as always, it's like, how do, we, how do we fix this problem? Because it really is an epidemic. So shall we get into it? I think so. So I wanted to talk to you guys again today about what was, it was a great line in the movie Mean Girls. And they were... To set the scene, there had been the the burn book had been found out. If you have not watched the movie, it is a little campy, but there's a lot of great lessons in it. Um, when it came out on video, I sat down with my daughter and had her watch it, and we discussed a lot of it. And it was very interesting to watch her take on it. But they talk about where what they had called the burn book where these girls had written just this heinous shit about other people in their school and their class. And it was found out. And so the school wanted to address it. And the one phrase that I always go back to is um, what's said by Tina Fey's character. And she says, there's been a lot of girl on girl crime going on here. Well, I'm a little curious, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to fix this, because in today's society, we have a lot of girl-on-girl crimes, and can you guys tell me why that is? Isn't it supposed to be where we're supposed to lift each other up and help each other? My God, there's all kinds of Instagram pages, all kinds of Facebook groups about you know, be a boss babe and lift each other up and help each other move forward. But in reality, that's not how it happens. I am pretty sure, and as you guys know, I've talked about this before, the girl-on-girl crime or female bullying is a huge epidemic. And it happens every GD day. Goddamn, that's what GD stands for, just in case you weren't sure. And I 
And I really don't get it. I don't understand why that is. We're supposed to be evolving. My God, it's 2018, people. But it still happens. And as a mom of a daughter who is 18, I wonder if I've prepared her enough. I I think I have. I mean, she's had probably more therapy than most adults have had. But I've really tried to be open and honest and transparent with her about the kinds of things that happen. And she has been a victim of female bullying. Holy crap. But she's also watched her mother go through it. Um, and while I, while I don't know really what to do about that time in my life, um, I, I chose to stick it out and the, as the phrase goes, suck it up and deal with it. I didn't deal with it. I just took it and that's not okay. So. What does that say? I, I There's times that I think maybe I that message I was giving to my daughter was, you know, as long as you love what you're doing, um, sometimes you have to justify the shittiness. Um, no. I'm almost 50 years old, and I can honestly tell you, fuck no. It is time to stop, guys. It is time to say no more. Nobody is better than anybody else. I mean, does somebody else have, like, a third vagina or something? Not like everybody has two. Well, I mean, there are, you know, medical anomalies. But nobody is better than anybody else. So why does this happen? Is it out of insecurity? Is it out of jealousy? Is it out of fear? Um, well, that's what my therapist says. <laughs> But it still happens, and it shouldn't be happening. Because if we allow other women to tear us down, then we'll allow anybody, male, female, animal, vegetable, mineral, we will allow them to tear us down. And that's not okay. We should all be supporting one another. We should all be rooting for one another. I mean... I'm not even going to get on the soapbox of in life as it is, people are trying to fuck each other over. But I guess the whole reason, and I know Pammy Pam is probably listening going, oh, Jesus, I wonder what got under her saddle today. Well, I'll tell you. Besides sometimes recounting, and I will say, I have processed, I have let it go, but I have not forgotten how I was treated by a few select women in the recent past. Um, I, I've learned from it. I've grown from it. But I'm also not going to run from it. And I'm not going to act or pretend as if it didn't happen. I have no problem naming the puppy. And if those females have take issue with me, well, that's because you know you did wrong. Right? But what I'm getting at is an experience that my daughter had, um, and I and I felt so responsible for this. She, I had heavily urged her to apply to an agricultural sorority 
thinking that this would be great. I had worked with members um, from different chapters before, thinking that this is the perfect fit for my bee because their mission, their, their goals are in line with who she is, what she wants to do, how she wants to conduct herself as an agricultural advocate. So it was kind of a no-brainer when I told her, I'm like, you need to go check this out. This sounds like a great thing. Well, she did, and she met a couple nice people. But when she went to her panel interview, um, she called me after it was over. She was really upset. And I couldn't tell if she was pissed off upset, if she was mortified. So I kind of like tried to pull it out of her. I know how she is. I don't, I try to let her speak that truth and process it and not have mom do it for her. And she said, you know, mom, I was told I was arrogant because I said, when they asked me about what my strengths and weaknesses were, and I said I really felt like I didn't have weaknesses, and if I did, I learned from them and I built on them. And she goes, and the girls on the panel were mean. They were rude. And I felt humiliated when they told me, kept telling me I was arrogant and I wasn't good enough. And I didn't, I wasn't a good fit for an agricultural sorority. Uh, excuse me? Now, it's one thing to say, hmm, okay, I don't really like that answer. But what in God's name would anybody think that it is okay to tear down and destroy? And that's exactly the agenda. Now, I know some of you are listening. You're probably going, oh, God, she's on her mommy bear thing, and it's going to get ugly. And No. See, here's the thing. I'm probably tougher on my kids, and any of my friends that I have coached sports with and coached my kids will know I am way tougher on my kids. I do not give a pass um, than I am on a perfect stranger. So... But I also know how my kid is. Um, she's been through a lot. It takes a whole lot to shake this kid and to shake her confidence. Because she literally walks around with a, um, as a love muffin says, zero fucks given attitude. Meaning she's confident in herself. A, because she's had so much therapy because of all the shit that this poor kid has gone through in her life. Hashtag coming lifetime movie. <coughs> she's able to handle things. She's able to handle people better than most adults. And I say that not as her mom, but as someone who's seen her in action. Um, she's very kind-hearted. Super easy to talk to. Um... So it kind of took me back. So I was like, okay, come on, P. Is this, you know, because I was like, this sounds a little, this does not sound like the group that I had worked with for years in other capacities. 
And as she went on, it's the, the story stayed the same. And it wasn't really a story. This was her truth. And it got me thinking, what in the actual fuck is going on? And then it was like, oh, well, maybe we have some girls who are intimidated by P's answers. Maybe they're intimidated by her vibe. She's one of those kids that she knows exactly what she wants to do. She doesn't take the easy route. And, you know, it is what it is. She's not afraid of hard work. She's not afraid, really, of anything. So when she told me about her interview in depth, I was literally disgusted. In a world where we have organizations, some that I've belonged to, with for women, for leadership, for advocacy, this archaic bullshit still happens. And like I said in the beginning, uh, unless you have some kind of like magic power, a third vagina, um, or you can like bend spoons with your mind, I wish I could do that. That'd be super freaking awesome. But you are no better. And we need to work together. So I ask you, have you been a victim of girl-on-girl crime? Have you committed that crime? I'm calling out all of the associations. I'm calling out all of these heavy air quote leadership organizations to look at your practices, to refine how you do business. How you operate. How your offshoots do business. How your offshoots operate. First of all, if any of you at the helm tell me that you don't have these kinds of issues, A, I would say you are probably um, sadly misinformed. I would also say that um, you're completely disconnected. Because this shit happens all the time. It happens in the organizations I belong to. It happens in larger organizations. It happens. But it has to be addressed. You can't put a band-aid on shit. You can't be, you can't do the minimum. And when you have people who commit these crimes... You don't keep them at the helm. You don't allow them to be the a-hole that they're acting. See, my experiences were that you had these people still at the helm. There's still a few of them who are in positions of power that really shouldn't be. Not everybody is meant to be a leader. See, a leader is someone who inspires, not dictates. A leader is someone who encourages, 
not discourages. So what do we do? As far as my daughter's experience, she came away with a, well, your loss, not mine, attitude. I can honestly tell you that at 18, uh, there's no way I would have had that attitude. I would have been like, why don't you want me? I don't think I could have handled it with as much integrity as my kid has. Um, and there's a lesson in all this. How can we learn? How can we change? How can we grow? How can we evolve from situations such as this. Sticking your head in the sand, asking a few questions, and then letting it go does not help. I can cite about 10 years of issues with a few organizations that when stuff hasn't been addressed, it just goes on. We can do it. We can make the change. You and I. Maybe it's just a few voices. Maybe it's just one voice. But let's start today. Let's start by lifting one person up. By giving someone praise and not tear them down. Let's make a conscious effort to turn shit around. What do you think? I think it would be a beautiful thing. I think we would see a change not only locally, but globally. We've got to do this, guys. We've got to. So, besides writing in your gratitude journal today... I hope you're doing it every day. Giving up a few thanks for the things that you have. Tell somebody that you're working with, that you're friends with, that you know, that they're doing a good job. Give help, not hurt. And I bet you we can start to change this stuff around. What do you think? I'm hopeful. Even this crazy mama bear is so hopeful. But it's up to us to do what we can. All right, my friends, that's it for now. Remember to give thanks. Tell one person today how amazing they are. Tell one person that you love them. Life moves fast. And always, always spread kindness, kindness like manure. I'm looking at a big old pile I got up to move out there out in the pasture. But Because when you do spread kindness, kindness like manure, it makes shit grow. And we need to grow kindness. All right, guys, as always, I'm so thankful for you. Send me your messages. Share this if you like it. Subscribe to it. And I'll see you back here again. Have a fabulous, fabulous day. Bye-bye.